1: Today is Friday, November 18th, 2022. Washington Post quietly updates their story about the Mar-a-Lago raid, and it doesn't fit the narrative. Body cam footage shows that Paul Pelosi opened the door for police, despite the Department of Justice saying otherwise, and Speaker Nancy Pelosi will not seek leadership. Bye-bye, Nancy. Ding-dong, the witch is gone. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, happy Friday. We have made it through one more week in Joe Biden's America and free speech is on the rise. People are more activated than ever to ensure that we can have speech and can use the tools that are available to us in the modern world to laugh and to ridicule the left. It is so important, especially now. They want you to be demoralized. They want you to be depressed. And so we must meme the libs and then we must meme them until they cry. And then we must meme them crying. And that is what we do on Parlor. We have a show on Parlor. It's called The Left Can't Meme. We have a new episode out every single week. This week's episode, The Return of Donald Trump. We go through the Greatest Donald Trump memes to ever grace the screens of the internet. And many of these memes got the accounts that made them banned. And so we honor them this week in the return of Trump, the left camp meme on Parlor where free speech lives. All right. So let's get into our first story today, ladies and gentlemen. The shock of all shocks, something that we covered here on the program for weeks, months, maybe weeks and months. Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago raid. What was happening here? What was going on? You might recall that the details were so scandalous and salacious that Donald Trump had kept the nuclear codes at Mar a Lago, that Donald Trump had kept classified materials at Mar a Lago. It was a national security question. We were going to banish Donald Trump to Guantanamo Bay, but the colony on the moon, we're going to put Donald Trump off this planet. He's such an evil president. It turns out now, whoopsie. Oh, we sorry. We sorry. Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong. This was all a big mistake. (laughs) You thought that Donald Trump actually took the nuclear codes? Oh, you remember those headlines about how Donald Trump kept the nuclear codes for some reason at his house, even though he didn't have the key to launch a nuke? And even though Donald Trump doesn't have nuclear weapons at Mar-a-Lago, Ah, yes, we just want you to think the man was glowing orange because of the radiation from the nuclear arsenal that he kept at Mar-a-Lago. Ladies and gentlemen, it turns out the entire thing was a hoax. Yes, now we know, according to the Washington Post, a hoax. It turns out that according to federal agents in the Washington Post, published this week, federal agents and prosecutors have come to believe that former President Donald Trump's motive for allegedly taking and keeping documents was largely due to his ego and a desire to hold on to materials and trophies and mementos. People familiar with the matter said, Oh my God. They did it again. They did it again. They influenced an election. In other words, Trump was keeping souvenirs, like, for instance, the letter that Kim Jong Un wrote him. Washington Post sat on this information until after the midterms. Here, reading once more from the Washington Post, that review has not found any apparent business advantage to the types of classified information that Trump possessed. These people said the FBI interviews with witnesses so far said that they do not point to any nefarious effort by Trump to leverage or sell or use government secrets. Instead, the former president seemed motivated more by basic desire to not give up what he believed was his property. As we have confirmed many, many times over, this is something that presidents do. They keep little mementos. They keep little things. Bill Clinton kept them in his sock drawer. Don't ever shine a black light on it. Bill Clinton kept little mementos inside of his sock drawer and judges ruled that that was his right as a precedent. He could classify or unclassify anything he wanted to. Now, we brought you that story. Of course, we played you the clip from Donald Trump, even in his announcement speech, Talking about this raid, clearly it ha- hung heavy for many months over Mar-a-Lago, so much so that when Donald Trump announced from Mar-a-Lago this week, he said this. The
2: FBI offered $1 million to Christopher Steele, who wrote the fake dossier, if he will lie and say that the fake dossier was true. And he refused to do it. So it had to be really fake. And then they hired somebody, Temchenko, for $200,000 a year to focus on Trump and to get Trump and other things, including the raid of a very beautiful house that sits right here, the raid of Mar-a-Lago. Think of it. And I say, why didn't you raid Bush's place? Why didn't you raid Clinton? 32,000 emails. Why didn't you raid Clinton's place? Why didn't you do Obama, who took a lot of things with him? We will dismantle the deep state and restore government by the people.
1: So Donald Trump announcing from Mar-a-Lago, claiming that Mar-a-Lago was wrongfully raided by the FBI. And he was correct, of course. Donald Trump gave details about the Mar-a-Lago raid. We still encourage Donald Trump to release the footage of the federal agents storming through, apparently, Melania's boudoir and his 16-year-old Uh, Giant Ent Tree from the Lord of the Rings series, Baron Trump, uh, his bedroom. Donald Trump talked about how uh, they rummaged through his family's personal possessions looking for Baron Trump's uh, Nintendo Switch Minecraft uh, uh, code breaking record setting something fidget spinner watch. They rifled through the First Lady's
2: closet drawers and everything else. (laughs) And even did a deep and ugly search of the room of my 16-year-old son. (laughs) Leaving everything they touched in far different condition than it was when they started. Can you believe it? The FBI and the Justice Department have become vicious monsters controlled by radical left scoundrels, lawyers and the media who tell them what to do. You people right there and when to do it.
1: Why am I pissed at this and why are we talking about it now once more? because we have in our possession currently multiple stories about Biden's DOJ once more interfering in a midterm election. Now, let's begin with this story. This story launched, this raid launched in order to manufacture Trump to the top of every single headline in the midterms. Donald Trump drives people To or from the polls, it doesn't matter who you are in America, you have an opinion on Donald Trump. Walk down the street and ask anyone about Kamala Harris. Ask them about Nancy Pelosi. They may not have anything to say to you. Ask them about Klaus Schwab or George Soros. They'll say, huh, who? Depending on where you are, depending on who you're asking. But you could go to the dumbest places and the most disconnected places in America, and someone will tell you what they think about Donald Trump. Someone will give you a this or that on Donald Trump. Donald Trump inspires many, many people to run to the polls. He inspires many, many people to run to the polls in order to vote against Donald Trump. That's just the reality of Donald Trump. The reality of Donald Trump also is that he's a major motivator for independence when it comes to voting uh, and based on polling, not a particularly positive one, although we've seen some major swings in polling uh, along minority lines. Donald Trump uh, in the 2020 election swinging minorities by some 10 to 15 points to vote for him. So I'm not saying it's all bad. What we are saying is this, this story, specifically this story, when they said that Donald Trump had the nuclear codes, you can put it up on screen here. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this story from Washington Post, material foreign nations, nuclear capabilities seized from Trump's Mar-a-Lago. This was fake news designed to launch and put Donald Trump at the very top of every single headline in order to try and to further influence or to meddle in the 2022 election cycle. What this ended up doing was turning the entire election about Trump. And even Trump's biggest supporters know that when Trump is not on the ballot, but the entire election becomes a referendum on Trump, which every election is simply a referendum on someone. Welcome to the all important election month of November. Ladies and gentlemen, what do people care about? in this month. Well, polling shows that 7 out of 10 Americans think that inflation is the number one issue in America right now, and they are correct. Politicians are always talking about kitchen table issues. Well, what's on your kitchen table? Groceries. How's your grocery bill doing? How about the gas to get those groceries? How's your gas prices where you live? Inflation is rampant, and it's insane. It's only caused by one thing, the communists in Washington, D.C. spending too much money. That is why my family hedges against the withering effects of inflation on our savings by investing in gold. We invest in gold with our dear friends at Birch Gold. They have helped us protect our savings from 40-year high inflation. Text Benny to 989898 for your free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do this by the end of the month, by Black Friday, you'll get a free gold bar with each purchase. Man, it's nice to open up my security deposit box and see those gold bars glistening, see something that Joe Biden cannot destroy. Ladies and gentlemen, I went gold and I'll never go back. Go gold today. Invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898. 2016, the referendum was on Hillary Clinton in 2010. The midterm referendums were on Barack Obama and he lost 60 seats. He lost the Senate and the Democrat Party lost a historic number of seats because of the referendums on Barack Obama. It is particularly damaging to have the referendums be on political figures that are polarizing. And this is precisely what the DOJ did with this story. It is now it is now proven to be a hoax. It is proven to be a fake story. The FBI quietly leaked To the national media, the Washington Post, their favorite outlet of disinformation, as you can see here on your screen, disinformation, Donald Trump had the nuclear codes. You know, most people just hear that headline. You have to understand, most people just hear that headline and then they go about voting as though Donald Trump is a dangerous tyrant who somehow wants to launch uh, nuclear ICBMs from Mar-a-Lago. They think that's why he glows orange, because of the radiation. Of course, the uh, counter argument to this would be the way that they treated Hillary Clinton before an election. So the FBI using every tool at and the DOJ using every tool at its disposal to raid a former president, something that has never happened in America because Donald Trump and this was proven out in their playbooks. You remember Jen Psaki saying we need to make Trump the focus of the midterm elections. Jen Psaki saying this and then the DOJ raids Trump. The Democratic Party says we must make Donald Trump the focus. So then they go and they get their guns and they raid Donald Trump for nothing. Now we know. How do they treat Hillary Clinton? How do they treat Hillary Clinton? The FBI has a history of meddling in elections. In 2016, they slow walked the Hillary Clinton investigation and they refused to prosecute her, meanwhile, launching hoaxes about Donald Trump based on her dirty disinformation This is James Comey directly interfering in the election in favor of Hillary Clinton.
3: Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. Prosecutors necessarily weigh a number of factors before deciding whether to bring charges. There are obvious considerations like the strength of the evidence, especially regarding intent. Responsible decisions also consider the context of a person's actions and how similar situations have been handled in the past. In looking back at our investigations into the mishandling or removal of classified information, we cannot find a case that would support bringing criminal charges on these facts. Jen Psaki
1: asked for Donald Trump to be put at the top of the docket for people to vote against, even though Donald Trump was not on the ballot in 2022. And then the DOJ went and raided his home, rummaged through his house, rummaged through his wife's closet and his 16-year-old kid's toys in order to put Donald Trump at the top of the news cycle once more. They lied about Trump having the nuclear codes. He did not have them. They did this in order to further influence and meddle in a 2022 election. They have been doing this for years, utilizing and weaponizing our law enforcement in order to get the political outcomes that they want. They did it in the 2020 election, for instance, when they blocked the information about the Biden crime family from heading out into the universe. Mark Zuckerberg himself openly admitting that the FBI told them to censor the true story about Hunter Biden's laptop.
4: Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New Yeah, York we Post. have to. Yeah. So you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was, the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of, um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. So our protocol is different from Twitter's. What Twitter did is they said you can't share this at all. Um, we didn't do that. What, what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation, we we also use third party fact checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. And for the, I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being um, being determined whether it was false, um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. The distribution was decreased, meaning in Facebook terminology,
1: it was censored. This is the reality. It wasn't censored as harshly as on Twitter, but it was decreased, meaning that and we huge shout out to the Facebook audience. We're streaming live on Facebook right now. We say thank you. We love you. But it means that when we talked about Hunter Biden's laptop, a true and real story because of the FBI, it was censored. We love our Facebook audience. We love our YouTube audience. We love our Rumble audiences. Shout out to all of you. God bless you. But this is the reason why we do this show. And the reason why we talk about this issue right now is because, ladies and gentlemen, this has and must come to an end. Once more, they have meddled in and interfered in a process where you should be allowed to choose your elected representatives and federal law enforcement have shoved or removed information from the public sphere that was false. They did it with Russiagate. They did it with protecting Hillary Clinton and how she stored information. They've done it with Hunter Biden's laptop and they've done it once more with the Mar-a-Lago raid on Donald Trump. There was no reason to raid Donald Trump Donald Trump was working with federal librarians in order to get whatever information they needed. They did it in order to influence an election. Corporate Democrats called for Trump to be at the top of the ticket, even though he wasn't running. And the FBI complied by raiding him. And now they are leaking to The Washington Post that all Donald Trump has was mementos. Kim Jong-un saying, oh, rocket man, I love you. And Donald Trump going, oh, Kim Jong-un, I would love to eat some kimchi with you. That's what Donald Trump had. Love letters with Kim Jong-un. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not just this story. They did it with Paul Pelosi as well. Now we are learning. Now we are learning once more that the body cam footage from Paul Pelosi's attack in San Francisco does not correspond with the official Department of Justice report on the incident. Now, this will come as a shock because this was made into a federal incident. And so the DOJ sent their lawyers and their top investigators in. You would assume that in their write up for federal charges against uh, Peter DePepe, the attacker of Paul Pelosi, the nudist Berkeley drug abusing illegal immigrant that this man would have seen the full scrutiny of the federal department of justice and that their report on this incident would be encompassing the body cam footage. Wouldn't that makes a lot of sense? We would go review the body cam footage and then we would put that in our report that it's it's a black and white, you know, it's on tape. Right. So it's going to be public knowledge at some point where people are going to be able to see this footage at some point. It was filmed by a public officer. And so if we lie in our report, then that's going to make us look really stupid. But it doesn't matter because there was an election to win and there was a narrative to be put out. And you remember that Joe Biden himself went to Union Station and gave some speech about evil MAGA terrorists. We're very proud of our growing company here at The Benny Show. We're very proud of our growing audience. And for that, we have you to thank the listener. But we wouldn't be able to do this show without the technology that backs the show up. And the most important piece of technology is our cell phones. It keeps a news show like ours up and online. It keeps our team of 15 people connected in and out during this crazy news era and certainly during our live broadcast. And so that is why we trust... Pure Talk to keep us connected and to keep us in the black as a company, because Pure Talk allows us to run a smooth operation, a connected operation, and a quick operation at the Benny Show. There's literally no reason to pay for AT&T or T-Mobile or Verizon, eighty bucks a month. Switch to Pure Talk for half the price, blazing fast data at thirty. Bucks a month. We use it at The Benny Show, and you should too. Pure Talk wants to keep the customer happy, and Pure Talk loves America. It's a company that's founded by a U.S. veteran, and they create jobs here in America. It's a company that supports me and my values. I invite you to switch to Pure Talk, just like our company did. It'll take you as little as 10 minutes. Show corporate America that you're done funding leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code Benny to make the switch to Pure Talk. They needed to reinforce the talking point, the narrative that evil MAGA terrorists were all around the country and Donald Trump had nuclear weapons at Mar-a-Lago and they were all ready to launch a nuclear war and they were ready to attack politicians. So they needed to take this man who by every single measure and by every single interview was a leftist himself was a liberal, a far-left liberal, clearly a mentally deranged one and someone who was abusive of drugs and abusive of children. So they took this pederast liberal and then they needed to turn him somehow into ultra-MAGA. And that is what they did with Paul DePepe. They somehow were able to lie to you. We know exactly how they did it, actually. They just ignored the evidence. The federal law enforcement Branch of the Department of Justice went in and then they just falsified their report. Because what we know now, according to NBC News, San Francisco, is that the original report, which shocked us days before the midterm election, the report stating that, according to the body cam footage, which is irrefutable, Paul Pelosi opened the door and allowed the officers to come in and then retreated into the home toward the attacker then stood next to the attacker. Paul Pelosi was not. And again, we are citing the NBC News report based on the body cam footage. Paul Pelosi was not scared. He was not fleeing the home. Paul Pelosi was not in peril. Paul Pelosi did not run to the assistance of the police officers. He opened the door. It seems very curious. Paul Pelosi is going to have to answer exactly why he would do this if he were in duress. If you are in distress, you flee your attacker. You do not walk toward them and then welcome the police into the house to have a nice chat. What the hell is going on in this story? Here's the latest report from those who have viewed the body cam footage on the curious case of Paul Pelosi walking back into his attacker
5: this all has to do with the moments seconds really just before paul pelosi was struck in the head with a hammer inside his san francisco home now there continues to be contradicting accounts of a relatively simple question who opened the door that night when san francisco police arrived to the pelosi house now the department of justice says the two officers opened the door that's according to a federal indictment filed earlier this week But the San Francisco District Attorney's Office, in another court document that was filed earlier this month, said Mr. Pelosi opened the door with his left hand. So the question is, what really happened? According to a source familiar with the investigation, who personally watched the police body camera footage from that night, officers knocked on the door of the Pelosi home, then backed away. And the video clearly shows Paul Pelosi opened the door with his left hand just like what was noted in the documents filed by the DA's office. Now, also as written in the DA docs, the source tells us the body cam video shows officers having a brief conversation with Pelosi and David DePapp. That's the man accused of breaking into the Pelosi home before DePapp starts beating Pelosi with a hammer. We reached out to the Department of Justice for an explanation on its differing account of this seemingly innocuous issue of who opened the door. But so far, we have not heard back. It's a cover-up. It's cover up.
1: The Department of Justice knowingly lied in its public report about the Paul Pelosi attack, which, as we have said every single time we've covered this on our show and consistently, we never wish for harm on any American, regardless of who you are or what you believe. We hope for all Americans to live in peace and happiness. And Paul Pelosi was attacked with a hammer. We wish him well. We haven't heard a report on his state. Apparently, he's out of the hospital. What is very curious and shocking actually about this is that the Department of Justice lied in order to set a narrative because the narrative falls to pieces if Paul Pelosi is not in duress. Now, there is an NBC News report on this issue. Now, this is happening after the midterm elections. Before the midterm elections, they utilized this attack on Paul Pelosi, which was tragic and nobody should ever be hurt. This attack on Paul Pelosi, they took the drug-adled, nudist, illegal immigrant who should have never been in this country and is only here because of California sanctuary state laws. They took this man, who also abuses children, by the way. They took this known leftist, BLM-supporting, LGBTQ plus marijuana flag-supporting, clear, mentally unstable person. They turned him into ultra MAGA without any evidence. And then they said he attacked Paul Pelosi and that Paul Pelosi is, is some type of horrible victim of an attack. Now, we're not arguing that Paul Pelosi wasn't attacked. What we are saying is that, wow, this is very strange. And the fact that the federal government is lying about the conditions of the attack is very strange. There you have, after the midterm elections, the report from the corporate media, saying that they have the footage, Paul Pelosi opening up the door, chatting with the cops, walking back towards the attacker, him and David DePat having a convo, standing there in the middle of the ha- Paul Pelosi house. We need answers. We need the footage. We need to hear what the hell was actually going on. And you know what? We actually did hear what was going on. This is another Jeffrey Epstein, Project Veritas, ABC News up, And we'll get to that in just a second. What they're doing right now and why people like Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, why these people have power is because they own the corporate press. And at any moment, they can call the corporate media and they can tell them to remove a story or to fire a reporter if that reporter dares get out of line and report something true against their own narratives. And that happened before the midterm elections. We luckily caught this clip before it was deleted, wiped from the Internet. Of the Today Show doing real journalism and saying exactly that. Paul Pelosi opened the door for the cops, walked back towards his attacker, and stood next to him and have a conversation. This was reported before the midterms when they were attempting to influence this election with the narrative of this attack instead of the facts of this attack. This is what they reported. This video has been deleted. And the reporter who reported it, truthfully, has been suspended. Watch.
6: Good morning. When officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today, they initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear? What was happening inside the property just behind me? This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not... Not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer, toward the assailant, and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good, but instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw. Saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in
1: a pool of blood. The reporter who is reporting this, and I want to state very clearly, this is based on people who have reviewed the body cam footage from the police officers who were there that morning. They
0: filmed it. We have the film, the footage exists.
1: This is where these reports are coming from. So, you you know. Uh, uh, listen, a photo is worth a thousand words, as they say. And so what is a video worth? Well, videos is just millions of photos put back to back to back. So this is going to defeat any narrative that they try and push to you in their little little tersely written FBI reports. Why did the FBI lie? Why did the Department of Justice lie? Why did they push a narrative that Paul Pelosi was in distress when clearly, according to NBC News and the footage, Paul Pelosi was not in distress. That's what they are reporting. That's not my words. That's the words of people who are there. I'm the one asking questions. This is real journalism. Real journalism is also what happened with local NBC officials asking the district attorney about this discrepancy. Here's what happened.
5: Garnered a fair share of conspiracy theories about what actually happened that night as part of your investigation. Are you able to shed any light as to why Paul Pelosi didn't run out of the house towards police officers when he was able to actually open the door for them when they arrived?
7: What I'm not able to do is to speculate or try to place my opinions on why someone acted the way they did. In any case, um, all we have is what happened. Everybody reacts to situations differently, and he will one day need to explain, right, to potentially a jury why he did what he did um, and what thought process was going
1: on in his mind. Did you hear that? That's the district attorney of San Francisco. Clearly a far leftist probably receives lots of checks from the insider trading family of Nancy Pelosi and Paul Pelosi. This person is uh, in charge of protecting far leftist politicians like the Pelosi's. And here she is on camera under the bright lights of corporate media saying Paul Pelosi is going to have to explain his actions. Why didn't he run away? Why didn't he say that he was in distress? If you are under attack Well, you go towards the cops, not towards your attacker. If you've called the police, why don't you run to their safety? We're pro police on this channel. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you run to the cops? It makes no sense. We're asking questions, which is the job, actually, that we have. Glenn Greenwald said it beautifully on Tucker's show. He said skepticism can never be wrong. Skepticism is necessary in these moments. We are skeptics. It does, it, asking questions is our job. So, yes, we ask the question, what the hell is going on with Paul Polity? And more importantly, the DOJ covering this up and corporate media firing or suspending a reporter. The reporter's name who uh, brought this to the Today Show was suspended. His name was Miguel. Al- Amagular was his name, Miguel Amagular. An NBC News Today show correspondent has been suspended as the network conducts an investigation into a now retracted story on Paul Pelosi. Journalist Miguel Aguilar was report has reported that House Speaker Pelosi's husband didn't let on that he was in danger when the cops showed up to the San Francisco home. The correspondent was suspended for the erroneous story. But who says it's erroneous? This is what the police footage shows. Once again, we are getting the insight into how the system works. There is a member of Congress who's a Democrat who we are particularly close with, and we correspond with this member of Congress. I lived and worked in Washington, D.C. for 15 years. This member of Congress tells us that the reason you don't cross Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama is because they will use the corporate media to bury you. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama's entire teams are made up of NBC News, ABC News and CBS News former executives. The former executive of ABC News went in to produce the January 6th committee hearings for prime time. They bombed. But this is the relationship they can create reality. Why do you think this show is a threat to them? Why do you think Twitter being owned by Elon Musk is a threat to them? Because they can't do what they did to the Jeffrey Epstein story when an ABC news reporter had Bill Clinton dead to rights on the low leader express heading down to little St. James with Jeffrey Epstein for the abuse, the monstrous abuse of children. She had the story and they killed it just like they did here with the Paul Pelosi story. They're not journalists. These people are propagandists for the most evil individuals on earth. Watch.
7: I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, First of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story. Um, Then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will say, oh, that I we, that also is. quashed the story. Yeah. And then um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures, she had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on I had
1: it all three years ago. Three years, Amy Rohrbach at ABC News had exculpatory evidence to link Bill Clinton to pederast crimes and the abuse of children, and ABC News killed it. The same ABC News executive who produced the January 6th committee hearings. NBC News... Fires a person of color reporter who probably has worked his ass off to get this job. Reporter Miguel, who reported that Paul Pelosi factually was not in distress during his attack and had a conversation with police and opened up the door and his reward Was not just getting his short story shut down. That happened to Amy Rohrbach when she was trying to expose the pederast ring that involved some of the most powerful people in America. Remember what she just said there? She had the photos. She had women backing it up. She had lawyers backing it up. She had all the evidence. And ABC News killed it. Because ABC News executives work for Hillary Clinton. And work inside. Of this world, when I say that it is vertically integrated, the corporate media and the DNC, that's what I mean. They have the power to create the reality stone with Thanos. Reality can be anything I want. Yep. And this is what they've done. And they've done it to the Paul Pelosi story once more. And the DOJ was complicit, just like they were complicit in not charging Jeffrey Epstein in covering this up. The DOJ's official report does not state this. That's because they needed a narrative to run before the midterms to complete the narrative that there's these dangerous MAGA terrorists that are out there attacking everyone with hammers. The correct word for this is demonic. And uh, I, I, if that makes you uncomfortable, so be it. Demonic, the correct word for this. As it it explains, the cover-up of crimes, the monstrous cover-up of crimes by the most powerful people on Earth is demonic. And that is why, of course, we celebrate with champagne and cartwheels through the studio that the top witch in this witch's kitchen is now headed for early or a very late retirement, Nancy Pelosi, ladies and gentlemen, is gone. Nancy Pelosi announcing yesterday from the floor of the House that she will no longer be serving in any leadership position, presumably, according to our sources, to resign from Congress effectively and perhaps serve as the ambassador to Italy. That's what we've heard from our sources on the Hill. Here's Nancy Pelosi's resignation announcement.
8: So Republicans, we learned last night, will control the House of Representatives come January. And that means that 82-year-old Nancy Pelosi will not be the Speaker of the House anymore, no longer third from the presidency. Today, she, now, she will not seek a new leadership role in the new Congress.
2: Thank you
9: very much. With great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek reelection to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. And I'm grateful that so many are ready and willing to shoulder this awesome responsibility.
8: Well, obviously this moment calls for a Pelosi tribute. We could have gone hours, we have that much tape, but we got it down to just a few moments. Here are just a few of her greatest hits.
2: To be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out.
9: Good morning sunday morning (laughs) and as a catholic i resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me i don't hate anyone i was raised in a way that is full a heart full of love and always prayed for the president with all due respect and you know we've known each other a long time you really don't know what you're talking about just when you think you've seen it all the children will pay for the president's wall. He comes in with doggy do on his shoes, and everybody who works with him has that on their shoes too, for a very long time to come. <clears throat> Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine, and St. Patrick's name is now Zelensky. <laughs> Not About that. We do not say open sesame. We say open Biden. That's our magic word. Sure. <laughs> open Biden. I love it.
3: I
1: love it. Yeah. <laughs> open Biden. I love it. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, that this lady has been in Democrat leadership for 30 years, three decades. So. If you think anything going into this weekend, count yourself blessed that you will be living in the first full day without Nancy Pelosi in Democrat leadership in 30 years. I am 36 years old. It has been for my entire lifetime that Nancy Pelosi has served in some form of Democrat leadership. Nancy Pelosi perhaps off to Italy. That's what we've heard. She will be resigning Congress officially, and she will be going as the swimsuit model slash uh, Italian uh, ambassador. I don't know what Italy did to deserve this. We're very sorry for you. However, perhaps Italy uh, should increase its taxes on potential insider trading. We know that Nancy Pelosi is one of the most corrupt parasites to ever live In our political body politic, she has done nothing but extreme evil to everything that she has touched. She was so egregious, however, in insider trading that not only her far left flank, but even the media. And as we just covered, the media does not ever dare question Democrats in power, especially those as powerful as Nancy Pelosi. Even the media. Questioned Nancy Pelosi's insider trading, went and asked her to her face 60 minutes went and asked Pelosi to her face about her egregious profiting off of her public sector salary based on the inside information she knew about what Congress was going to do as it pertained to regulations of financial institutions. It should land her in prison for the rest of her life, also where Paul Pelosi belongs because of his drunk driving Ladies and gentlemen, the best we got was a deeply uncomfortable moment when Nancy Pelosi was asked about her insider trading.
8: <laughs> agreed to call on us if we attended a news conference. Madam Leader, um, I wanted to ask you why you and your husband back in March of 2008 um, accepted and participated in a very large IPO deal from Visa at a time there was major uh, legislation affecting their credit card companies making its way through the, uh, um, through the House. And what, did you consider that to be a conflict of interest?
9: The, I, I don't know what your point is of your question. Is there some point that you want to make with
8: corporate executives, members of the executive branch, and all federal judges are subject to strict conflict of interest rules, but not the people who write the laws.
1: If you are a member of Congress and you sit on the defense, uh, committee, you
6: are free to trade defense stock as much as you want to. If you're on the Senate Banking Committee, you
5: can trade bank stock uh, as much as you want. And that regularly goes on uh, in, in all of these committees.
1: Nancy Pelosi is one of the largest criminals to ever work inside of politics. They're trying to lionize her. They're trying to make her the Ruth Bader Ginsburg treatment. You see these slobbering, salivating cable news pressers on Nancy Pelosi. It's not working. It's not working. Nancy Pelosi is the most unpopular based on Gallup polling politician in America. Nancy Pelosi was very easy to run against. Nancy Pelosi was a known quantity to Republicans, and we definitely hated her a lot. Many progressives hated Nancy Pelosi as well. Schenk Yuger who runs the far left socialist Young Turks channel, he celebrated Nancy Pelosi's departure and also was asking uh, why she is supporting Hakeem Jeffries for this position, another corporatist sellout Democrat. So even the far left is very, very against Nancy Pelosi. The right is against Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi has no friends except for those who work at Google, Facebook and I don't know, maybe Twitter these days. Twitter is no longer a publicly traded company. Nancy Pelosi, of course, traveling to Taiwan in one of her last uh, uh, egregious insider trading moves. Her stock Purchases are things of legend. Nancy Pelosi covering up for her husband, who was a drunk driver before he was in this very curious attack in San Francisco. Nancy Pelosi obviously being one of the most corrupt individuals to ever walk the halls of Congress. um, We are repulsed by her. We are not sad at her departure. We will, however, play you the funniest clip ever broadcast in media history about Nancy Pelosi by the great Tucker Carlson Watch.
8: So yesterday was Sunday. You may have found yourself on the couch, idly flipping around the TV dial. And if you flipped far enough, you could have had the shock of your life. Michael Jackson was on Face the Nation. Now, to be clear, this wasn't video of Michael Jackson performing his hit songs in the 1990s. This appeared to be a living version of the international pop star that news reports claim died of a drug OD more than a dozen years ago. And yet, despite those claims, there he was fully undeniably Michael Jackson talking on television. How can that be? Honestly, we have no idea. We're not theologians here. This is merely a news program. We can only show you what we saw. Here it is.
9: There's nothing more important for us to do than protect our constitution and our democracy. What the Republicans are doing across the country is really a, a legislative continue, a continuation of what they did on January 6th, which is to undermine our democracy.
8: See, Michael Jackson, that was him. No, Billy Jean, apparently he's given up singing. Now he's telling lies about politics. Same man. If you've ever seen Michael Jackson, you cannot forget the face. So admittedly, He's had a lot of work done since we saw him last.
1: <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, one last time. Here we go. Nancy Pelosi's eyebrows. Here they are on screen. Do we have it? There they are. Whoa, whoa. Okay, let's try and match them. Just here for all of you. I'll, I'm only doing this because I love you. Let's try. What will? What would I have to do? Human. I am a. This is my human face. I've never had any work done. This is just the 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 face of a normal human being what would i have to do to get eyebrows like that that there you go there's your that's is that that's as close as i can go i'm pulling as hard as i can at my face and i'm not coming close i'm not coming close look at that look at that parabola right there what what angle is that mathematicians what arc is that wow what arc? We have a live shot of a local Florida tavern down here, watching Nancy Pelosi's uh, resignation from yesterday. This is why you tune into our show. Uh, please observe. This is breaking news.
9: And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress.
1: <laughs> we also have donald trump's initial reaction to nancy pelosi's farewell speech on the floor
9: i will never forget the first time
1: you're fired get
4: out thank you <laughs> Oh, we
1: could do this all day. We have so many Nancy Pelosi memes loaded. We have to skip some of them. We have like hundreds of Pelosi memes loaded. We'll probably do a special and upload that. Steny Hoyer also stepping down. So Nancy Pelosi's entire leadership is changing now for a guy named Hakeem. Jeffries. So who is this Hakeem Jeffries guys? It looks like there's a changing of the guard for the Democrats. Again, these leaders are in their 80s. They're octogenarians. Who is this Hakim Jeffries? Well, he's an election denier, that's for sure. And he's the front runner to lead the House. Hakeem Jeffries from New York. He's a five-time elected congressman. He's a front runner to replace Nancy Pelosi. You better get used to this guy. He's a lawyer from Brooklyn. Jeffries is a self-described far-left Democrat. He appears to be angling behind the scenes for the Democrat leadership position. Jeffrey's uh, presumable succession is notable because Democrats in the establishment have continually labeled some Republican politicians as election deniers. Turns out that Jeff Jeffries denied the election outcomes of the 2016 election. <laughs> in 2020, Jeffries tweeted that former President Donald Trump will never be accepted as a legitimate president. Keep pouting, history will never accept you as legitimate. Oh my! Gasp! Clutch the pearls! Gasping. <gasps> Democrats elect another election denier. He tweeted, you are fake and you are an illegitimate president. He also fell for the Russiagate interference hoax. So this guy is just absolutely par for the course. It's not going to uh, it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be as fun without Nancy Pelosi in office. Again, we've we like the memes. Again, we like the memes. Come on. Can we play one more? I I see the comments. Everyone commenting says play one more meme. We do have Pelosi falling over as she was trying to walk out of a uh, walk across a stage. Can we can we just play one more Pelosi meme? You'll have plenty of time to hit the Smirnoff lady uh, when you're in retirement, late retirement. It's not early retirement. It's late retirement. You, with your vote, secured this for Nancy Pelosi. So go into the weekend uplifted. It is you who sent Nancy Pelosi packing. Nancy Pelosi would still be the lead figure in the Democrat Party. She wasn't going anywhere. She was going to be the lead figure in the Democrat Party if you didn't retire her. So well done. Even if it's by a razor thin margin, you retired her. God bless you. We did it together. Let us celebrate with another fire clip from what will happen when the GOP gets actual oversight over the FBI. We've brought to you the FBI interfering in our elections year after year after year. And now they face the iron jaws of Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley from Missouri, a senator just absolutely disemboweled. Christopher Ray of the FBI yesterday, a, um, you know, a beating that should absolutely be age gated here is this verbal beating by Senator Josh Hawley of Christopher Ray yesterday, man, it is a total and complete roast. We're going to play the two minute roast of Christopher Ray If you're looking to barbecue this weekend, uh, go
3: ahead and start your charcoals by the heat of this clip whistleblowers who have come forward to members of this body, to members of the House. The FBI has been sending more than, in one instance, a dozen armed agents to a rural Pennsylvania home of a Catholic pro-life demonstrator to arrest him at gunpoint in front of his children in early morning hours, despite the fact that he posed no risk of violence or threat and had previously offered to turn himself in. Numerous whistleblowers, field agents, have alleged that D.C., Your headquarters has pulled them off working on child sex abuse cases, working on human trafficking cases in order to work on January 6th matters for this reason. To give the appearance, they say, they say that there are hundreds of new domestic terrorism cases in the country when in fact there are not. Whistleblowers, field agents have also said that D.C. has ordered the use of SWAT teams on nonviolent suspects who may have attended a January 6th rally and... They have been ordered to conduct surveillance and knock on doors of people who were not even in D.C. on January 6th. And again, all of this, according to the whistleblowers, these are your agents, all of this in order to make it look as if there's a mass surge in domestic terrorism all across the country, when in fact the stats are being padded by political directive in your office. They also say, these whistleblowers, the DC leadership deliberately suppressed investigations into Hunter Biden, contrary to FBI procedure, and have also retaliated against FBI agents and whistleblowers who have contacted Congress, which by the way, they are protected by statute to do so. This is what's happening at your FBI while you are evading oversight hearings. Mr. Director, do you think you're still up to this job? I absolutely think I'm still up to this job, and I think our workforce feels the same way. Well, I don't. And frankly, I think you should have been gone a long time ago. And given your behavior recently, I think it only makes it more clear. Are there any travel plans today that we should be aware of that you have? We're supposed to have a second round. Will you be here for that? Yes. (laughs)
1: It is remarkable what happens in Congress when there is true oversight, when there are real Republicans with gunpowder in their bellies who bang on the shields and who listen to the base, who listen to you. We sent them a majority in Congress, in spite of the censorship, in spite of the election interference by the DOJ and the FBI once more, the Mar-a-Lago raids and the cover up for Paul Pelosi. This is now evidenced. This is now out in black and white. It is clear, ladies and gentlemen, that they did everything that they could to try and prevent Republican majorities and they succeeded in the Senate. There were good Candidates running for Senate, good candidates running for House. And it turns out that some of the psyop that was meant to discourage independent voters and to scare people that were not part of the hardened Republican base, some people that are just fringe Republican voters inside of a historically unpopular Democrat election cycle. It turns out that some of that worked and the people behind it need to be held accountable. The people behind it are being held accountable. Thank God we announced yesterday the criminal investigation into Joe Biden by the House Republicans, the criminal investigations into the origins of COVID-19. Very good. And the hectic, deadly and disastrous Afghanistan pullout. That is what happens when you have a majority. God bless Speaker McCarthy for continuing this. We'll see if it has any teeth. He's allowing it. So let's go will prove what happens next. What will come of it? That will be the proof in the pudding. What happened last time that the FBI was trying to get grilled and Christopher Ray was getting grilled in the Senate was that he fled on a private jet to go on vacation. Josh Hawley had this to say
3: about it. You, you left an oversight hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee required by statute so you could vacation with your family. I find that absolutely unbelievable and, frankly, indefensible. Now, is it your practice to use government planes? You say you do this all the time. You flew in a Gulfstream 550, I think, that was originally purchased for counterterrorism purposes. You were using it to go to, what is it, Saranac Lake? Is that how I say it? I've never been there. Is that is that the right pronunciation? Saranac Lake? That was your destination? Yes. So, uh, did you enjoy the flight? I mean, did you pay for it? Yes, I paid for it. Will you turn over all receipts and reimbursement to Sen- this committee? Senator, we will be happy to comply with oversight requests related to the use of the plane, as I said, and it's important for people to understand. want to just committee. give me a I, yes. When, when, when I, will you I turn have, over I mean, the receipts for your flight? I will turn over the information related to committee. my use of the plane. The use of the plane, I am required not just permitted, required
8: even for personal travel to use the FBI plane. How convenient I for pay, you. And I pay every single time that I use the plane for
3: personal I'm use glad time. it's I available for, for you to jet away from your statutorily required hearings and oversight before this Congress where you denied the ability of members of Congress to ask you questions because you had to go on a personal vacation using a government plane.
1: We have a very important announcement for you. Breaking news. Josh Hawley had to undergo surgery after that questioning of Christopher Ray. Immediate medical surgery and attention needed to be given to the fact that he had double spines. He had to have a, his second spine removed. He had too many spines and backbones in his back. Going directly after the FBI's director there. Josh Hawley is recovering very well, and we very much look forward to having him on the show soon. Josh Hawley is one of the few who would dare question someone like FBI Director Ray with any type of integrity and fierce and verve. And we say Godspeed to you, Senator. Thank you so much for that. Continue and House members continue to go about your work, you've been handed a thin majority. That's a good thing. That means that the Freedom Caucus essentially is in control of the House of Representatives because the Freedom Caucus, which is 40 members big, could decide to or not to or not to vote on any piece of legislation, thus tanking it for Republicans. And so good, essentially the Freedom Caucus that is now in control, the House of Representatives. Perhaps there is a silver lining there after all. Through all the censorship, through all of the deboosting, deplatforming, through all of the fake narratives often created by our federal law enforcement, created by the most evil people on the planet, taken down or deleted from the internet because of people like vengeful, wicked, demonic Nancy Pelosi, through it all we were able to fight back and we were able to win control of a house. We still have control of a majority in the Supreme Court. Cheer for that. Donald Trump announced he is running for president. What do you think about it? Let us know in the comment section. We have robust victories in states like Florida, purple states that have now gone hard red. We have a crop of leaders who are gaining Extreme energy around the country. And we have, of course, record viewership on this show. And for that, we thank you. And we say, God bless you. We do this show every single day so that you can be informed about the world around you in a way that is entertaining. You might laugh, you might cry a little bit, and you'll certainly cry laughing after watching this clip, our clip for a Good News Friday to send you into the weekend. Don Lemon in what is presumably some of his last broadcasts at CNN this morning, weeping because nobody knew who Ketanji Brown Jackson was on the Supreme Court on Jeopardy. It was the funniest clip of the week. Let's play it.
7: The clue that raised eyebrows. It was the moment that followed this moment.
4: She's the first black woman on the Supreme Court and the first justice to have been a federal public defender.
2: That's Justice Jackson, Katanji Brown Jackson.
7: <laughs> I don't think that's that surprising, I will say. On the people,
0: though, these are smart people,
6: though. When you go that's on Jeopardy, when you go on Jeopardy, I would say if you were. was
0: just confirmed. Okay, right. but listen, She's if you're standing news, outside,
6: I think Caitlin's right. If you're standing outside of a mall or whatever, and people may not know. When they do the man on the street yeah. thing, yes. But when you're s- smart enough to be a contestant on Jeopardy.
0: You've got to know about current events to yeah. be on Jeopardy. Maybe not any successful in on history-making ones. Yeah.
6: yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, so listen, um, there's a lot of talk around this one as well. The former First Lady, Michelle Obama, revealing that she considered wearing her natural hair.
1: <laughs> 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 They're weeping about Katanji Brown Jackson, and then they go right into a story about Michelle Obama's hair got it because everyone's so oppressed because america's so evil yeah you've really had a bad run in america michelle obama and katanji brown jackson that's right you you deserve better don lemon he's gonna have righteous indignation for you on camera (laughs) thank you for watching this show instead of that that's a window into what you could be getting on cnn right now i mean imagine we could be talking about michelle obama's hair because that is certainly top of mind for all americans right now suffering and struggling under joe biden's inflation and under joe biden's open border and under the open criminality in this country and of course under the collapsing economy and uh, you probably put all your life savings into ftx and some greasy crypto bro stole it all from you that's definitely what michelle obama's hair Is what we're all concerned about ladies and gentlemen we will bring you the real news on this show we have a lot of fun doing it we say thank you we'll be very upfront with you about what our priorities are here god family country that's how we prioritize our lives we know that we are free men and women we were born that way we're going to stay that way because we fight and we'll fight right here on this show we'll fight for you we have a lot of work to do we're having a great time doing it so god bless you have a wonderful weekend in the greatest country on earth Keep meaning. Keep fighting. We're fighting right alongside with you right here. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.